I'm Brian Myers. I'm Mike Ritalik. I'm Becky Haddad. And this is Owl Pellets, a podcast featuring tips for ag teachers. We are your agricultural education resource across the web, sharing research-based tips and tackling the tough questions facing agriculture teachers every day. Hey, Al Pellets, welcome back to another edition of our uh, special series on the Teach Grand Challenges project. And again, we want to encourage everybody to go to teachgrandchallenges.com. There's some outstanding resources that have been created by ag teachers just like you that are all focused on how we address the grand challenges our uh, agriculture and natural resources industry is facing today, but also tomorrow to how we help best prepare um, our students in that conversation. Um, with us today is we have one of our grand challenge ambassadors, uh, Joe, Joe Ramstead. And so, Joe, thank you for being with us here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, so Joe is here. We got Chris Estep and, and Brian Myers here with him. So, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself and the program where you teach. Yeah, so I am in my fourth year of teaching currently. Um, I teach a wide variety of classes at Rockford area schools, ranging from seventh and eighth grade agriculture to animal science to food science and everything in between. Um, we have oh, well over 500 students that take an agriculture education course every year, um, and we love providing them with the hands-on experiences they need to be informed consumers. Um, prior to my role here, I also taught at a previous school district, and I attended the University of Minnesota Twin Cities um, right here in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Um, and I also recently um, have just starting to finish up actually my master's uh, in science from the University of Florida in agriculture education um, as well. So lots of different experiences that have helped prepare me to work with students uh, each and every day. Outstanding. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. And it's been fun to work with you in a lot of different roles in this grant project and to your graduate program. So that's fantastic. So why don't you uh, tell the, the teachers out there listening what they can expect uh, when they go visit your webpage? So when we first got pitched with the idea of thinking about grand challenges, one of the first things that popped out to me was the idea of sustainable agriculture. It's something that we teach in a variety of classes, whether it's horticulture, natural resources, animal science, we're thinking about waste and manure management. Um, it's a very common topic that we see within programs. And so I wanted to create a lesson or an activity series that could be used not only to educate students and inform them about different agricultural practices across the spectrum, but also looking at that from a sustainable agriculture viewpoint. So sustainability is kind of broken into three components. So we have social, economic, and environmental. And so my website essentially provides students and teachers with a variety of different resources to help teach those three areas. So we do this through creating or through embedding podcasts within the lessons. So we have a, an expert who speaks about social sustainability and looking at it from um, sustainability from a social and political aspect. We have a podcast about environmental sustainability, focusing specifically on natural resources and forestry. And finally, we have an economic sustainability uh, podcast episode where that individual is talking about the economic effects of different um, case studies and agricultural examples and how that impacts the economic realm of sustainability. So each of those three different lessons um, or podcasts essentially work in tandem with one another. 
And the teachers then are able to utilize the educational resources that are available to not only teach about those issues that those, those guests talk about and spotlight in those different podcast episodes, but also kind of help students craft their own personal definition for sustainability, because we know that sustainability can be a very controversial and also very personalized topic. And a lot of people have their own opinions and viewpoints of what sustainability is and what it means to them. So through working through the different modules about social, economic, and environment, students are able to kind of piece together their own personal viewpoint of what sustainability is, and then create plans for sustainability and look at some different scenarios and case studies to help um, use the sustainability stool to kind of guide their um, definition and their viewpoints of what sustainability is. Thanks for that, Joe. And so uh, it was interesting as I was looking through your, through your project, um, in addition to the podcasts, um, you have some really good materials in terms of some lesson plans uh, and and some materials to go along with that that you created. Um, matter of fact, you've got a very detailed lesson plan. Uh, I really appreciate the lesson plan. I think with eight or almost two weeks of instruction uh, in that lesson plan. So can you walk us a little bit through uh, what a teacher might find in that lesson plan and the materials associated with it? Absolutely. So within the lesson plan, you're going to find not necessarily a scripted out version of what you should do in the classroom, but kind of like a bulleted point list of what um, I would do in my personal classroom. And I've been able to kind of pilot some of these different activities in my classroom as well. And the students have been very positively engaged. So we, we take a day to introduce the idea of sustainability um, through a different chalk talk activity outside where students get to go outside and kind of interact with their peers about what is our baseline knowledge of sustainability. Um, and then we introduce the three different modules of of social, economic, and environment, where the students are able to engage one day with each of the different uh, podcast episodes and do some reflection activities with that. And then students are then presented with the idea of a final project where they're actually creating a digital campaign surrounding a different agricultural issue or topic of their choice. And on the specific website, not only will you find resources like rubrics or um, information sheets about the different projects that the students will be doing, but also um, some different guiding questions that you can have in order to engage students in conversations and reflective activities after they go through and do that final project. Um, additionally, I also included some different lesson plans that didn't necessarily fit within the scope of the Grand Challenge project, but do relate to sustainability that I've done in my other classes, such as fish and wildlife management, um, and even some animal science examples, I believe, are included on there as well. So if teachers wanted to just do a quick one-day lesson on fish and wildlife um, sustainability aspects or animal science sustainability aspects, they would be able to do that in a condensed version, um, or they have the option to use this full week and a half, two week long lesson plan, if you will, for really delving into sustainability and looking at those different podcasts um, a little bit more in depth. So you mentioned being able to pilot these a little bit, Joe, in your own classroom. So kind of what, what did your students, what was their reaction to some of the material, both the, the, the methods you use, but all, and, and the content discussions? Absolutely. So students love being on their phones and being engaged in the digital world. That's no secret, especially after COVID-19 with TikTok and social media rising. And um, one of my philosophies as a teacher is I want to encourage students to use the devices as appropriate, but also be good consumers of information. So by showing them examples of experts in the field that 
or guests on my podcast episodes, um, they're able to kind of see, oh, this is how a legitimately well-sourced and balanced podcast is organized without having a bunch of opinions or misconstrued ideas within it. So they're, they're not only gaining some media literacy that way, but also through creating their own little uh, digital campaigns about the different topics, they're able to create content, whether that be TikToks or Facebooks or Canva posters, um, different types of media that they are creating for other people to then consume and, and understand their issue a little bit more is, is a really great way for them to not only engage with their computers, but also really ensure that they're um, really understanding the content and that they're able to teach other people about their issue and their, their area that they're really passionate or excited about. Um, my students really not only enjoy using their computers and being engaged in the social media, but they also just love having lots of different examples. And that's one of the things that they really appreciated about the podcast is because each of the three people that were asked to participate in the podcast have a variety of different experiences and backgrounds. Some are more traditional agriculture backgrounds. Some have more emphasis in natural resources and expertise in soil science. So each of those individuals are able to kind of speak to their own field or their area of expertise to show students a wide variety and a wide range of ways that sustainable ag could be implemented no matter what the content area. So it's kind of nice because then you could use the same module in an animal science class or in a horticulture class or um, even like an agribusiness class because you're looking at all of these different areas of agriculture and taking this idea of sustainability and applying it in a lot of unique and fun ways. And it really opens students' ideas to different minds to um, different careers or opportunities within agriculture, not just what the class they're in is focused on. Um, so, Joe, I know one of the things as part of this project, um, you know, we're starting to get to the point where we're talking about uh, disseminating this information beyond the, the web page and, and beyond the owl pellets. And so I know each of y'all are kind of developing plans on how, where you're going to go, how you're going to disseminate. So what are some of your plans to get this information out to ag teachers? Yeah, so one of the other participants and I teach in Minnesota, so we're planning on collaboratively presenting something at our summer conference this year um, to kind of share not only our projects, but also all of the awesome projects that our uh, colleagues have made with the entire population of Minnesota school-based ag teachers. And we're also hoping to share that link out on the uh, listserv as well. So people can access those resources, even if they're unable to attend our workshop. Um, I'm also kind of toying around the idea of maybe putting together a promotional video and sending that out along with that email so teachers can understand the, the usability of the website and realize that there really is something for everyone, um, no matter what course or content area that you're trying to focus on. Well, that is fantastic. Joe, thank you so much for your fantastic work and the, the materials that you put here. Uh, Y'all, this is uh, some, some great materials that I got here throughout the entire webpage. Again, that webpage is teachgrandchallenges.com. And, and go on here and, and visit uh, Joe's work. Uh, that title is, is called uh, Sustaining Agriculture for Today and Tomorrow. Uh, teachers, you will be glad that you did and use that. And, and as Joe said, there, there is something in there for everybody. I, I especially appreciated the, the agribusiness focus that you included in there, Joe. Uh, because that is often one of my, it was one of my favorite things to teach, but it can be a challenge. So you're not just doing math problems and financial reports all the time. Uh, you've got some real interesting, interactive kind of things uh, to do with your students in, in that economic aspect of well. And so I really do appreciate that. Yeah, thanks again for having me. It was a great project to collaborate on and I learned a lot through doing it. And it's been fun seeing everything kind of come together. Outstanding. 
Well, y'all, again, that website is teachgrandchallenges.com. Uh, go on there, see all of the different materials up there on the, the wide variety of topics, and uh, you'll be glad that you use those. And so, Joe, thank you for being with us. And everybody on Outpals, look forward to the conversation around how you're utilizing the materials on the teachgrandchallenges.com website. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Owl Pellets. Check out our website for more information on this topic and to learn more about our guests. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay connected. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss an episode. For Mike and Becky, this is Brian here by the Owl Pellets saying thank you and we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Owl Pellets Tips for Ag Teachers.